We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What up, everybody? It is 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. Points north, south, east, and west. Brian Mitchell's an NFL legend. He's holding it down in the Navy Yard Studios. I'm a blogger. I'm out in Ashburn gearing up for the Eric Bieniemy introductory press conference. Good morning, B. What How up, doing? Jay? How you doing, man? Uh, I'm good, dude. I'm good. Is there some buzz uh, over there? Um, it's growing. Uh, you know, this thing doesn't start for another hour. Folks are kind of just pulling up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think, I think it's going to be a good, exciting day for the Commanders, honestly. And and I think. Um, you know, we haven't had <clears> – I'm trying to think the last fun, exciting day this team has had where <clears throat> unless your na- last name is McCoy or Acho, pretty much everybody's fired up about this thing. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, because even, you know, last year they sure tried to roll out the parade route for Carson Wentz, but not a lot of people were really buying it. Mm-hmm. Um, the year before that, I suppose there was some excitement about around F- Ryan Fitzpatrick, but – not realistically. I, I would think the last big celebrated move out here was in 2020, they had the late run to the playoff game, which was fun, but it wasn't like a singular move. I think the last real dose of excitement out here was Chase Young getting drafted. Wow. I mean, you're talking about, about a long time ago, Jay. Do you disagree? Well, I'm I, trying to think the last like universally celebrated move. Well, when they re signed Terry. That's true. And, and you know what? That, that, that is it because there was a press conference for Terry and you could tell, I mean, he got emotional. Like, you, you're absolutely right. That's the last one yeah. was when they re-signed Terry. Yeah. Um, and kind of shows that it's not a ton of awesome events out here. <laughs> and, and, and maybe this is a, a step in the right direction, I would say. Yeah, I, I think so. And I think, you know, it, it's been like this a lot. We, we, we've had moves where – Coaches come in, players come in, and we have the excitement. This is one that I'm hoping is uh, long lived. I'm not. Ho- I'm hoping that this is something that's going to be successful. Um, and we all know if he has great success, then he's probably gone unless they're going to make him the head coach here. <laughs> so right, I just think. But I'm looking for. You know, I- I'm at a point now where I'm sick and tired of getting excited and then things don't work. So I, I've kind of woke up this morning with the mindset of I'm not expecting him to say certain things. I'll just wait and see what he says and, and try to go from there because what I've learned over my lifetime, when I go into something expecting to hear a certain thing, the guy could go out and knock it out the box. But if he don't say what I was expecting, then I see it as, oh, he didn't say what I wanted to hear. So I'm going to just let it happen and see what goes down. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think – it's interesting because I don't have a ton of expectations for this thing. I, I, I've i learned that I think, and, and Brian, you probably know this, and, and a lot of coaches do this. This isn't unique to Andy Reid, but he very much keeps his assistants 
as much as possible kind of away from the media. And, and yep. that's, not, that's not unique to Andy. A lot of coaches do it. Now, there are NFL regulations that the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator speak every week. Uh-huh. But one thing I know is when you are in a smaller market, like Kansas City is, I mean, I, I don't know what their market size is, but I doubt they cracked the top 20, frankly. Uh-huh. Yeah. When you're in a smaller market and when you're kicking ass, when you're one of the best teams, when you are winning Super Bowls and competing, you get to be a lot more heavy-handed with the media than than necessarily a large market team does yeah. or certainly a large market team that hasn't been winning. True, true. And, and so I think there is some level of excitement and, and interest and – Honestly, B, one of the things I'm most curious about is what are we going to – like what kind of questions is is enemy going to get? Uh, and, the, why? So I, um, I'm i hoping to get a one-on-one interview with, with Eric today and uh, PR requested just kind of understand what kind of topics you're looking at. And, and sometimes I would brush back at that, but they don't have to grant one-on-one interviews and nobody's asking for specific questions. It's more just an idea of the topics. Right. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was like, you know, the biggest questions I have are why Washington and why now, but outside of that, I, I, I don't think t- here's, I had a conversation with somebody last night, Brian, and I'm curious what you think on this. People are wondering if, if, if Eric needs to be asked why he's not a head coach yet and, and why he's had so many interviews, to me, those questions aren't for Eric. But those are for owners. And let him give you his answer. And he say, ask some of these owners. You know, I've done – you know, I would love to hear him say, I've done more than a lot of people that's gotten these jobs. And, and, and uh, I've called, the, the called more plays in more years than most people that's gotten jobs. Ask them why they hired them and not me. Yeah, that's kind of my thing is I don't think the – It's probably an unfair question for him to be able that, to answer, but I think that if, if, I were, if I were in his position, that would be my answer to what I just said because if I think – if we go into something and we're supposed to be in this race and I seem to be beating the hell out of you, why you keep getting the, uh, uh, the, the, the gold medal? And I'm, I'm, I'm steadily sitting over here not even getting the bronze. I guess that's my point. Yeah, is I don't think it's fair to ask enemy that because he doesn't have the answer. Now, if if you want to ask him if he's frustrated by not getting a head coaching job or or you know how does I, I think the how and why of Washington is fascinating. Yeah, because he's had how a why t- and plans. That's what I care about, dude. And, and and the one thing I want to talk about is like his offensive philosophy. I, I mean. His head must be completely spinning from – think about this dude's last month. I mean, the Super Bowl win was only – I mean, how many days ago? I bet it was like – they played the Super Bowl on the 12th. Today's the 23rd. Mm-hmm. That's 11 days, dude. And they had – I believe they had the parade on the 15th or 16th. They had the parade a little later that week. Yeah. But, you know, it's I, like it's, – I mean, it, this dude has had no time to decompress or – He has no time to decompress, but that's a coach's life. Sure. And I think most coaches, their journey is a lot different than ours. Like, as fans and, and media guys looking at him from afar, we go, damn, his head has to be spinning. You know what? He's probably walking in this thing with his chest high saying, this is exactly what I want to be in. 
I won the Super Bowl. I decided to move on after winning. Like I've always, everybody. I think everybody feels like win, win a championship and retire, or go to your next move at that point. Now he gets an opportunity to go out there away from people that seem to get more credit than he does when he uh, when he does. I don't think there's a, uh, any problem between him and Andy or him and uh, Pat. But sometimes you got to leave even your family, your friends, to blossom. And this is probably his chance to go out and blossom. So he's probably excited about this thing. Couldn't This is what he's, he's been waiting for. I'm not a head coach yet, but they seem to have given me full autonomy for this offense. I'm halfway there now. So I get to go out there and show what I can do running this phase of the game, with, and I have the total control and final say. See, Andy normally has that 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 that, that he could come in and override. Guess who's the overrider now? Eric on offense. I what would what would your questions be today? Huh? And what are your big what what are your biggest questions in this thing? My, like I said, I want to know why here. And then how are you going to get this offense to – we have great talent. How are you going to get the best out of this talent? That's the simple things I care about. I don't care about what was going on in Kansas City because we don't have, a, uh, we don't have Pat Mahomes here. Right. You know, we don't have all that stuff here. That I want to know all how – Yeah, what is it about – why did you choose here? Are you all in with uh, Sam Howell? And how are you going to get the best out of these the, – the three receivers and these two running backs we have – and maybe some of the other guys that we didn't get the best out of. How are you going to get it? So, and ha- have you talked to Ron about an offensive line? Yo, it's <laughs> funny. It, I mean, as different as you and I are, it, it, it's funny. So, I, I took some I, – I was making some notes last night just about what I want to make sure gets covered today. And one thing to make – so that everybody understands, in a big press conference like this, they're having this in the building, in their big auditorium. So, they're not even having it out in the media annex. Mm-hmm. And the auditorium looks way better for for the televised product. And it stuff. does. So that, that's cool. Um, but I think what I, – I made some notes just what I want to make sure I talk to him about today. And in a presser, people have to understand that you – especially in the new – press conferences have changed dramatically in the post-COVID world because everybody got so used to Zoom pressers mm-hmm. that now we all – act like everybody got to it, it's very bizarre how it's all changed but you know that's life things change where the mic just gets passed around and everybody asks one and maybe you ask two and it I don't like it as much as it used to be when it was a little more free-flowing but I'm sure there are people that like it more so whatever um and, and the things I think we need to hear is why Washington why now um, and then specifically a lot of the stuff you hit on I want to know your offensive philosophy mm-hmm. what, what is the plan what do you plan on doing for me, B, it's kind of similar to what you said. How did you and Ron get to a level where, where you trust one another this fast? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, did Andy broker that? Have you known each other a long time? What is your trust level with Ron? Because you, you're coming in here and, and believe you have this autonomy to run the offense. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, you you got to ask about Sam Howell. I yeah, mean, you, you do. Got to. You do. Um, what do you think of this kid? And 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 I think with the way the enemy historically anyway has run RPOs and stuff, I think that's a good opportunity for how I have O line written down. What is your plan to address this offensive line? And then I I want to talk a little bit about Terry and the weapons they have here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's always been somebody that gets the ball to his playmakers. What do you think of the playmakers here? How does that? 
how does that look moving forward? And those are kind of all my notes there. I, I'm yeah, curious. I think some of the stuff like what, what, like the things that have been discussed, the shady stuff and all. But Tariq Hill said, you know, that's just who he is. And what I've always told you, if a coach is consistent in what he does, if he's a quiet guy and he's consistently quiet, I'm cool with that. If he's a guy who's a, a very emotional guy and he's always like that, I'm cool with that. If he's a yeller, I'm fine with that. But you need to be consistent. And that's the one thing Tyreek Hill, I saw a little video he was talking about. He said, that's who he is. He said, but the thing about it, the man doesn't just sit there and try to talk to you about being a football player. He wants you to better yourself as a human being too. And I think a lot of times people don't understand when you grow as a person outside of football, it helps your growth inside of football. I thought, you know, we had uh, Alfred Williams on the the show yesterday. Yeah. And I thought uh, Alfred is a guy that played in the NFL for 10 years, won two Super Bowls, um, had an all-pro season, won a national title in college at the University of Colorado when he was teammates with Eric Bieniemy. And, and one of the things I found really, really fascinating was how he talked about, and, and you've talked about this, that if – players don't land in the right situations with the right coaches that a lot of them never develop to, to what they should be or what they could be. Yep. And I, I found that really interesting and really relevant. And I think, I, I mean, I've seen it, honestly. I've, I've heard players tell me that. I, mean, I don't think that's that different in any walk of life, mm-hmm. right? Like if you're an accountant and your boss is a jerk, you're, you're not going to maximize whatever talents you have, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think we'll see. I I, I do think there's going to be some people that get a little bit of a rude awakening. Um, and, and that's the kind of thing you can't really predict that, but it, it's almost inherent. Like, it, it, if somebody new comes in and they start telling you what the hell to do all the time and you're not used to that, there's probably going to be – a little bit of friction, and I don't think that's bad, but I, I, I think it's going to happen. But I think most players need to realize one thing. Look at the success level you've had over the last three, four, five years. And if the guy was just letting you do what the hell you wanted to do and you had that success level, maybe it's time you get you get somebody that comes in here and tell you how to do it, when to do it, and holds you accountable. See, I think one thing about every player that comes into the NFL, they want to be successful. They want to win, okay? They want to have a lot of success. But a lot of people, everybody wants to do everything their way. Well, look at the success level you've had doing stuff your way. Maybe now it's time to listen to somebody else, and they do it a different way, especially somebody rolling in with two rings in the last five years. You get what I'm saying? So maybe, just maybe, when Eric comes in with a new approach, some guys are going to be more receptive to it because, listen, man, we, we, we know the coaches that's been here over the last uh, few, and we also know that those coaches were not people that held people accountable. Held, a lot of them can hold themselves accountable. I think, yeah, I mean, the accountability stuff will speak for itself. One thing I, I'm not particularly interested in, and I'm curious where you land on this, is Sam Howell having to learn a new system. It's football. Sam Howell, yeah, he, he wasn't. It's not like he had been in this old system for eight years. Dude, I mean, listen, he's a rookie. He played one game. I Jay, think he'll be all right. What did we discuss? Uh, we, we talked about this during the season. When you go to the right side, down the middle is a zero hole. You got two, four, six, eight. 
If you go left, you got the one, three, five, seven, nine, right? And all offenses right. the same. Okay, uh, a go route is a nine route. I don't care what the offense is. Okay, you got an eight route. It's post corner. You know, seven. You, you, I mean, for eight is your uh, post. Your post corner is going to probably be a seven. Your 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 four is going to be a eighteen in the cross. Okay, your hitch is going to be boom. Take the five yard bam. Everybody run the same stuff. The terminology is all that has to change, and it's it's not. This is what I, I I've been trying to say this, and I'm gonna just say it for real. I learned one, two, three, four, four offenses in my in my 14 years. It wasn't difficult at all. You know why? Because it mean it meant something to me, and I and when you play football long enough, things come to you rather easily. You know who makes everybody think that the offenses and the defenses are so difficult? Not the players. The coaches that are trying to make their stuff seem different than somebody else's. And you've heard me make this statement many times that if it's too difficult for your damn guys, it's too damn difficult. So I guarantee you it won't take him forever to learn this stuff. He'll pick it up. I, I, I'm with you there, man. I, I think – and, 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 Jay, but I come at it from this point. I wasn't just a running back or a punt returner. I was the emergency quarterback on every team I was on. I had to learn the offense. And that crap was not that damn difficult. I hear it. <laughs> I hear you, B. Um, a lot of people are, are, are sending me questions via Twitter. They'd like ask today kind of what they'd like discuss, some, some, some thoughts they have, how excited they are. Um, what they think happens going forward. We're going to run through all that. Eric Bieniemy press conference live at 11 a.m. today. Eric Bieniemy, new play caller, new offensive coordinator, OC. new assistant head coach in Washington. Do not go anywhere. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. B. Mitchell Finley, 1067 The Fan. Make sure you're following along on social media. You can follow B at B. Mitch Live, NBCS. You can follow me at J.P. Finley, NBCS. You can follow the show at B. Mitch and Finley. B. Mitch Finley presented by John Leahy and the Fine Living Group. Let the MVP of DMV Real Estate sell your home for more. Visit johnsellsdmv.com. B, I got a tweet from somebody that said, I want to give this guy's name credit. Tony Davis says the Eric Bieniemy move <clears throat> is equal to the trade up for RG three for me. Huh? I, I, you had to give. I think you had to give up stuff to get RG three. You had to give up nothing to get Eric. I think he's saying level of excitement. Excitement. Okay, I'm with that. Are you? That seems like a. I, I, I'm just saying because I think we know where Robert went, but I just I'm, I'm just saying. I think a lot of people are thoroughly impressed by this guy because I don't think most uh, most comments I see and most things I've been hearing, people looking at him as the next HC, not just the OC. Yeah, I'm not honestly. I, I think there there is a lot of like, I, I don't want to say it's conspiracy, but a lot of people have this theory that he's coming here because Ron's gonna, you know secede the the head coaching position or he puts himself in a position with new ownership and and all those things i I just think that's putting the cart way ahead of the horse i I think he's coming here because he probably got a fat raise and now he gets to be an assistant head coach like all the reasons we've laid out he gets to come here that's what we believe but but the excitement don't start from us excitement starts from those people that's going rather either pay for tickets to get in that in in the stadium or not and if they believe he's going to be the next guy, and that motivates them, and they start paying, and we stop seeing all those other team jerseys in the thing, that's, that it works, doesn't it? <laughs> Their excitement level, the, the, the fans are getting excited because of whatever they think. You know, we're going to tell them what we, what we feel, what we think the truth is, but they're going to decide to go buy a ticket based off of what they think. So after I read the, uh, <laughs> the RG3 trade excitement level, Mm-hmm. Uh, just got this tweet from Kevin Sheehan is God and says, and much like the RG3 trade, this too shall become an embarrassment. <laughs> I don't agree with that, but I just thought it was kind of funny. Um, I I think uh, I got a, uh, somebody asked me a question. I'm curious to see what players are in the press room. B, I mean, it's middle of February. There is nobody around here outside of the people that live here full time. And of a football team, I would guess maybe. And I'll even go with the 90-man roster. I'd say of the 90-man roster, at most 15, maybe 20% of those guys live in the area. Don't you think? Like, I I wouldn't expect to see a ton of players here today. I might be wrong. Probably not. A lot of guys get out of town, you know. But uh, at this time, they're definitely out of town. But yeah, if, this the, is, the, the this main, is a tough time. If the guys that live here, I would expect to see some guys, maybe some older guys, veteran, I mean, players that have former players too. Yeah, I, I think you can see that for sure, like alumni that live in the area and mm-hmm. stuff. I just, of, I'm trying to think, I mean, <laughs> if you're a defensive player, are you coming to this? Like John Allen lives in the area, and he's a captain and a big part of the franchise. If you're a leader. It just makes a difference what side of the ball you play. And I think, see, that's where we got to get to with this team here. A lot of times we discuss this team, we, we separate it. 
I think we got to start talking. The team got to start acting more like just a unit. You know, that's, a, that's the one thing I really noticed when I first got here in Washington. You know, you hear about the, the 5 o'clock club and things of that nature, but it wasn't just offensive linemen. There's a lot of different people. When I went out into the clubs with guys, it was a lot of dudes. And it was offense, defense, special team. It was white dudes with the black dude. Didn't make a difference. And I think you got to get back to that more to where it's, it's we're in this thing together. We're a team instead of, oh, we're offense, they're defense. I hear you. Um, I, I, I don't know that answer. I, I will be curious. I I don't think Ron's going to talk a heck of a lot today. I, I, if I had to guess, he will probably do a little side session after the, the presser is done. Um, I do think – I think it's going to be interesting because I think there will be some I, – I just wonder if there will be some awkward moments in this press conference. Like, I, to me – Asking him about LaShawn McCoy is silly. And maybe I'm incorrect on that, but this guy has been a coach for 25 years. Mm-hmm. And one dude who basically got benched during the playoff run came out and said, you know, he he's not nice to me. And I don't think we need to care about that. Well, some people will. And I think the thing about it is Eric, Eric has been in this league long enough to understand, okay, how things work, and he may know how to pl- go gloss over the question, or he may want to address it. And I would like to hear him say, you know what? If a guy has a problem because I tried to make him better, then so be it. Would, would that be a good answer to the question? Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. I, I my goal is to get my guys to the absolute best. And if you're doing something that I think will not get you there and then you have a problem with it and you want to hold that, then fine. Because, you know what, everybody's not going to like me. But how about all the guys that said I was a part of their success and pushed them forward? Let's focus on them. Yeah, I, I think that is, is totally fair. I, I think I think this one should just be a full, exciting, fun. How are you going to – I mean, dude, if you look at the Chiefs' offenses, they've been absolute – Killers. They averaged. They had the number one points scored and the number one yards. So that means they're moving the ball like crazy and they're scoring in the red zone. If you look at their red zone numbers, they were second in the NFL on third down. They completed, Brian, they completed almost 50%. They converted almost 50% of their third downs, Mm. 48.7%. On fourth down, now, granted, they only attempted 12 fourth downs. They converted nine of them. Mm. And in the red zone, their red zone touchdowns, 69.4% of the time they got in the red zone, they scored touchdowns. Mm. I mean, I don't give a – I don't give a rip about – most of the other stuff, I mm-hmm. care about that. Yeah, but the thing about it, am I, I wrong? I, no, you're not wrong, but you you also have to you understand that in this day and age, everything is not about just presenting the facts and talk about those things. A lot of media is BS these days. I almost said the real word. Uh, a lot of it is where they just want the clickbait. They want to mess with the, the whatever that stuff. They don't care about the good things. 
They don't care about the things that needs to be changed to make this uh, organization better. They just care about, well, well, so-and-so said this, as I stated. All the Andy Reid praised him. Kelsey, Hall, future Hall of Famer, praised him. Pat Mahomes, future Hall of Famer, praised him. But we are all focusing on a guy that was benched because he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. You, that shows you right there. That's four people. And society rather focus on the 25% instead of the 75%. We know what we're dealing with. We're dealing with something on social media, man. It's not positive. Positive can come from it. But the majority of social media is straight garbage. Yeah, I I mean, you're right. (laughs) I mean, you're totally right. But let's just look at these numbers. 49% 49% on third downs conversion. You know what the commanders were? What? 35%. Mm-hmm. Chiefs were at number two in the NFL. I think only the Eagles were ahead of them. I can double check that. Chiefs were number two in the NFL converting third downs. Washington was 25th. Mm-hmm. And the red zone, it, one thing we've heard repeatedly is about his creativity in the red zone and everybody all and and I get it because it's low-hanging fruit and and Peter King got the big story on it so it's like everybody knows it everybody knows the two plays in the Super Bowl the comeback um where the two guys were wide open there was Kadarius Tony and I can't remember who had the first one I want to say it was maybe Jarek McKinnon but I, I could be wrong on that um those were his plays yeah. but if you look at Kansas City throughout the year Throughout all these years, the, the creativity in the red zone is remarkable. Remarkable. But, you know, and, and the thing, like, what, what I, I think uh, a lot of guys don't understand with Andy, you bring the play to Andy, Andy is going to check it out, and he's going to say, yeah, that's a good play to put in. I already told you when I was with Andy, he asked me to draw up some plays of what I might like somewhere. And we talked about it, and I did some stuff with John Harbaugh on special teams as well. I got to practice. Those plays were installed. What did that do for me? Made me say, I'll do anything for this coach. This coach believes in me. He'll, he he wants us to be a part of it. And I'm sure he did the same thing with his, uh, with, with his coaches because that's what he did in, in Philly. I don't think he changed since he got to Kansas City. So let's focus on the great stuff that this young man has done instead of worrying about what this ass LaShawn McCoy said. I'm with you. I am with you. Eric Bieniemy press conference live right here, 11 a.m. Don't go anywhere. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is a perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and it's super easy to use. Then you can bet on anything from the money line to point scores and threes drain. Listen, you can make any NBA bet you want on any team, any player, and you don't have to be an NBA expert. FanDuel makes it easy for you. We go with our Wiz coming up. They play tomorrow night. Go with the over. We can go with the money line. Anything you want to go with, you can bet it on FanDuel. You can pick your favorite player. Let's say we go with Brad Bill. Let's see if Brad can go out there and knock down some three-pointers. FanDuel has an exclusive bet where they say, Two three-pointers scored in the first three minutes. If you feel somebody's going to come out there that hot, put your money on them, and you can make you a big payout. 
Best land do even gives you, lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars in bonus bet when you go to fanduel.com slash Brian. That's fanduel.com slash Brian B R I A N to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 106.7 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old or present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bet that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's make it one. Let's make it a thing. We, we can kick it off. I think we can. A lot of folks are listening. Yeah. I... Eric Bieniemy, new commander's offensive coordinator and assistant head coach, is set to address the media in a little more than 10 minutes. And I think it's going to be an exciting opportunity to listen to his press conference right here on the fan. Don't go anywhere. Just keep your radio or Alexa or Google or however you're listening. Just keep it on. Yep. Well, I just saw a little what, thing that the commander's posted where he's saying we're going to have to chop wood, and I think – a lot of people use that analogy, but what that analogy means, when you start chopping down a tree or something, when you first start and you go to hit it with a little axe or whatever, you might get a little piece out there and it looks like you're not going to get finished. But if you keep working, keep working, all of a sudden you can knock it down, break it down, and then you start chopping it into pieces. You got firewood, you got wood to put into your grill, things like that. But what it means is we got a lot of work to do. It's going to be hard. But if we keep doing it, we're going to accomplish the goal we set out to get. And I think a lot of people, wood, man. yeah, you got to chop wood and you don't stop. Uh, kind of interesting little side note here. Diana Rossini just tweeted out that Lamar Jackson doesn't have a traditional agent representing him in negotiations. We've known that, right? That, that, is, that is an established fact. But he is getting guidance from the NFL P- PA. Yeah. He's not negotiating alone, which I, I think is smart. Yeah, um, they've been said, and, and he, never, he never was doing it by himself. Or his mom. PA has always been there with him. And I I think that's – I think the whole Lamar situation is going to play out. Today we're focused on EB and and what EB says. Our guy Cody Betts asked, who's going to introduce Eric Biennemi at the press conference? I I think it'll be Ron. I think Ron will have a a few – words and then it'll be eric probably with a few words and then a whole bunch of questions and i wouldn't expect to hear from anybody else some people are asking me if they think jason wright will speak i i wouldn't expect that but you never know um but to be honest with you based off of what his role is why would he speak yeah that's that's i think it should be ron or martin marty somebody like that but yeah if you are business operation that's what you deal with you football operation that's you deal with that I think the problem what we've dealt with in the past is others trying to do other people's jobs. Do your job well and let people go out there and handle theirs. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I do think Jason had some role in this. I, I, there was some reporting that, you know, he was out in L.A. and flew back for the uh, – I think he helped facilitate – getting the enemy on the plane back to Ashburn. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're both – they're both in – I think they both grew up similarly. Um, but I, I wouldn't expect him to talk today. I could be wrong. You never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is interesting. People are wondering what players are there. Terry McLaurin in the building. Hell, yeah. Yeah. 
If, um, if you can make you can make my stuff better, hell yeah, I'm there. Yeah, I think. Give I me think, the ball, coach. You know, <laughs> I, I got one thought on some of the comments we've heard over the last few days. You know who's going to have zero problem responding to hard coaching? Terry. Terry. Dude, you know, think, listen, man. I like when he went there and uh, what's the coach from Ohio State and told him you need to go back and work. And that's exactly what he did. Urban Meyer, I think. Yeah, he went back to work. He came back. He got drafted third round. He's making first-round money now. Okay? The man went to work. He didn't sulk. He didn't go around and and and, and, and whine like a, little, like a little baby or something like that. He said, oh, you said I need to go to work? Well, damn it, that's what I'm going to do. And then he came back and said, what you think now, coach? And he had to keep on the football team. That's the type of person you want on your team. And if I'm Eric... I go at him the first day. You know why? Because everybody else is looking. And when they see Terry accepting and go and put some work in, they have no choice but to put work in. That's how you run your team. If you go get the last guy on the bench and you start chastising him about not doing something, everybody's going to laugh at you as a coach. You got to go to the other guy. And you know what? Some, some coaches are so damn brilliant that they go to you before practice and tell you, I'm coming to you today and I'm going I'm to ream you. I just want other people to see me say something to you, and they jump in line. I've had it done. See what I'm saying? Yep. You, you got you to gotta figure out how you're going to get the people to follow. You want the majority of your players following what the hell you want presented. And if you get that, the ones that aren't following, they'll fall off the wayside. No matter how good or how bad they are, they're going to be gone quickly. You know what's funny, too, is that I, I'm just – I'm about to walk over to the building, right? And and I'll be able to see everybody and I'll tweet a million things and post a million things. And in our universe, this is a massive deal. But I think around the league, oh, okay, they hired a new OC. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I think, and especially if it wasn't for really LaShawn McCoy, but you can even say Emmanuel Acho if you want. Um, if it wasn't for that little wrinkle in all this, I think it'd be even more under the radar. Locally, this is a big deal. I think how much is SportsCenter going to cover this? Is SVP talking about this tonight? Hmm. Maybe a little bit, maybe a couple minutes. It's also a super quiet week. I don't think there's NBA basketball all week. You know, the Caps have a big game tonight. But this is our world. But I think if you zoom out a little, it's it's going to be interesting. Eric B. Enemy press conference. Next, right here, live on 106.7 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.